listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hey, everyone. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. And you know what? I need some rehydration. Oh my God. It's been, we've been go, go, going, events, fun things, winding everything down for summer. And I want to circle back around about Life Mark. Oh, yeah. It was so powerful. For those of you who don't know, the movie Life Mark came out. Mm -hmm. It did so well in the theaters that it ended up running another two weeks. I'm hoping everyone listening got a chance to see it. It was like number two in the country. In the country. It was unbelievable. And I get a call. I have to tell you this. It was hilarious. I get a call from my pops. Now, you guys know my pops, okay? Grandpa (laughs) Al. He's 83. And he... He doesn't listen to my podcast, okay? He can barely get his phone on. But he says to me, he goes, honey, I saw a movie with Kirk in it this week. A really good movie. It was on a true story. And it was that Mark life. And uh, and I go, oh, yeah, life Mark. And and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we don't we need to make more good movies like that. I just, I really enjoyed it. And it was a, a true story. And uh, I, I just, I thought it was great. Have you got yeah. a chance to see it? <laughs> Well, I gave, yeah, t- I gave, all, I I gave tickets to tickets. my whole street. But and anyway. she did, just by the way. She <laughs> totally did. In envelopes, writing a little card, <laughs> telling just, oh, what a, what a blessing you were. It was so fun to get mm-hmm. the response because I couldn't actually go the opening right. day, but I my know. neighbors did. My neighbors did, and I went that Sunday. Uh-huh. Okay, so it opened uh-huh. on the 9th or whatever it was. I ended yeah. up going that Sunday. Yep. I was speaking in Dallas. And so Bryce and I went. We took Mark and Michelle Hippler, mm-hmm. which was awesome. The, the theater mm-hmm. was full. Mm-hmm. And... It was so, the Kendrick Brothers also, they just yeah, they do really good movies. movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it going to come out like on Netflix? Or, or I'm sure it'll you, be out on DVD. Or, or, um, or, yeah, or, yeah. or Prime or somewhere yeah, where you can someplace. watch it or yeah. download it. Yeah, if you have not had a chance, search it, Google it, whatever, lifemarkmovie.com mm-hmm. and, and check it out. But this true story, for those of you who don't know, was about this young man named David mm. and his mom, Melissa. Mm. And you know what I love about true story movies is you actually got to see the, the real, real life. Yes, people, people. in the end. Yes. And I love when they do that and you actually get to see them grown up and everything. Yeah. So mom is young, she she gets pregnant. Like like a, I know people like that mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. People listening right now mm-hmm. might be pregnant. And she wasn't married. Nope. And young, she was they were in high school. High school, right. And she decides to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people listening probably had an abortion, mm-hmm. you know? She decides that's what she's going to do. Yep. So she goes to the abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that people were outside just chanting, you know, mm-hmm. with picket signs and mm-hmm. things. And so when she gets out of the car, the people at the abortion clinic actually put... A, a towel, a blanket, yeah, like over a blanket over the head with so she, with, mic, with, with, with earphones. Like, right, they put yeah. these sound canceling headphones on her mm-hmm. and walk her in. Mm-hmm. What was so crazy, you guys, is she gets in there, and she's so young. I know, she's no one with her. Oh. Mm-hmm. She she shows up. She told no one. Mm-hmm. She told nobody, but the boyfriend knew. Right, and she gets in there and she hears a voice. 
get up. Mm-hmm. She's on the table. Right. I, I, and this was all done beautifully, too. It I mean, was it so wasn't, well there's done. nothing you, no, no, that. No. The yeah. action, the fun, yeah. the, the skydiving, the the the. But I mean, the actual but room even, that no, she no, went into. No, it was into. very, yes, yeah. it was very well done. It's, yeah. This movie isn't even about abortion, which no. I thought was so no. beautiful. No. It's about life, life. and yeah. it's about mm-hmm. hope. A, a loving option. That's right. That someone listening right now can make. Mm-hmm. And. I'll take you to this movie, like get you the movie, pay for the movie if it costs Mm -hmm. money to get it to you if you want to see something because there was a documentary made by Mm -hmm. these young kids called I Lived at Parker Parker Avenue. Avenue. Mm -hmm. I Lived at Parker Avenue. Google that. I Lived at Parker Avenue and this documentary gets put in your son's hands. Mm -hmm. And because Kirk is a a husband and father of children, Mm -hmm. but he adopted his first four children. Your first four grandchildren were adopted. That's right. Is that crazy? Mm -hmm. And then they had two two biological, they have six Mm -hmm. total. But Chelsea herself, Kirk's wife, was adopted. That's right. And you realize that I think sometimes we feel that if we're pregnant and we're not married, mm-hmm. like who didn't have sex before they were married, good for you if you didn't, but I'm saying 90% of the people have. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten pregnant, right? right? And so in that moment, this young girl decided to protect the most fragile, helpless being, mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. You and I were a baby, once, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody had to protect us so that we'd be talking today, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody chose Mm -hmm. to save us, right? So that we would be here. And she made this decision. There were obstacles in her way like three times. Right. And when she was going to go to the, the abortion clinic. And it shut down, and it shut, shut down. down. Things happened. She couldn't She didn't go. have the money the one Mm-mm. time. Then, then the car broke down one right. way. Then she gets there and gets into this gray room she mm-hmm. talks about. She called it the silver room. Oh, the silver room. That's right, yeah. the silver room. And literally, she hears a voice mm-hmm. from God, she feels, you know, mm-hmm. that says, get up. Get up. The doctor's in there. They're getting ready to start the procedure. And she just says, I can't do this, and gets up and down. walks out. And ends up having this boy, Mm -hmm. David. Mm -hmm. David is then adopted by this beautiful family. Kirk plays the dad of the Mm -hmm. adopted family. And he is raised in this home. And around 18 years old, when you're of legal age to Mm -hmm. look into your adoption, Mm -hmm. his mom re-put her information into the Mm -hmm. system Mm -hmm. as an option to do that. And... There's something really beautiful about this gift mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we think I can't have a baby and then give my baby away. I think that's the biggest. This is the, the biggest, biggest lie, right? Biggest, it's the biggest lie, but lie. also the question I think that most women struggle with. It's like, how could I give my baby to someone else to yes. raise? If I'm yeah. going to have the baby, then I'm going to have to do it, and I can't afford to do it, and I'm not mentally and, strong and enough look, to look do it. Look at the word that and you're using. No, right? The word you're using I, is I. Right. They're not thinking. But guess what? What's the alternative? Hmm. So if you can't give your baby up so that someone who can't have children who would love to raise your child or love to give them a hope and a future for Mm -hmm. their life. If you can't give the baby up, what's the alternative? You just kill it? 
So adoption is the loving option, option because mm-hmm. these families now are connected mm-hmm. forever. They are. They have this beauty. And so watching the true story, but I have to tell you, my neighborhood mm-hmm. got so affected, kind of like my pops did, that I got notes in my mailbox when mm-hmm. I got home and mm-hmm. all these beautiful letters, but I got to read you a text from one neighbor. Okay. It was so beautiful. I get a text from her. She goes, I just wanted to thank you for the movie ticket Saturday night. I went with my girlfriends for a girl's night out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all bawled our eyes out, but we had a great time. Thank you so much. You may not know this, Shalene, but my mom was adopted from an orphanage in Brazil. She came to the States at six years old. So I literally cried the whole movie in between laughs. Mm. And this isn't just about one child. This no. is about generations. Yeah. You know, just like your friend. That, so I was thinking, I'm like, it's oh my gosh, her mom of was adopted yeah. and, and, and at six years old. Mm-hmm. And then now she has a family and a mm-hmm. husband and, mm-hmm. and all of her kids that mm-hmm. she has. Mm-hmm. And because of this, mm-hmm. because of this ripple effect. Right. And I don't think you'll ever get to the end of your life and regret yeah. choosing adoption or choosing to keep the child if you have family around you that can come around you. So this documentary was actually done by the kid David and his buddy. Right. And the kids oh that plays gosh. his buddy in the movie is hilarious. <laughs> he's so he's, he's going to get his own. He's going to get his own <laughs> comedy show. But he documented him meeting his birth parents, mm-hmm. his birth mom, and then eventually got to meet the dad too. But it was so crazy to me, mm-hmm. and I thought this isn't being this is being portrayed as such. There was no political agenda. No. There no. it wasn't about pro life, pro birth, pro. It's about pro hope. Right. You know, it's, it's that. Of course. If there was an infant left on your doorstep, hours old, what would you do? If you opened your door today right. and there's a baby, a baby in a little car seat, or what would you, or what would you do with oh the baby, goodness. right? Yeah. So so this is what we're talking about. So it was just a very well done movie. I just encourage anyone mm. to go see it. And I didn't realize the splash it was going to make on mm-hmm. my street. Mm-hmm. And the people who, they, they some people went back and saw it again. I know. They went back and saw it again. And then they heard that it was back in the movie. I know. And so then that they brought their great, parents yeah. yep. and grandparents yep. went. They took their kids yep. because they didn't know at first, like, is this going to be yeah. a political thing? Are right. they going to be like right. anti-abortion? Blah, blah, blah. And it just appeals to your heart as a mm-hmm. human being. Like, of course, if someone left a two-minute-old baby on my porch, I'm not going to kill it. Right. Of course not. Of course not. Right. Mm. So do we see how crazy that sounds? Yeah. And God says, I am the giver of life. Mm-hmm. I give and take away. So he has a plan for you. And I want to encourage you because I feel sometimes the church can fall short in this area, maybe not as much now because of social media mm-hmm, and, right. and people being more aware of talking about it. But I'll tell you, back in the 80s and 90s, the girlfriends that I know that had abortions never could go to their church. Mm. They would have been shamed. They wouldn't have been able to go to youth group. They wouldn't have been able to be. They would have been so shamed out of that place. Mm. And that, I want to apologize for any of the people who've had to deal with that yeah. because that was real. Yeah. yeah. And... I at 15, 16, 17 was not equipped 
I didn't drive them there. I remember Lori Steinfeld, we had her on the show, Mm -hmm. and she works at the Crisis Pregnancy Center, Mm -hmm. literally allowing, they drive this this bus around Mm -hmm. and allow girls to see their child and hear the heartbeat, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a beautiful thing. But she said to me, she goes, what young girls don't realize when they come into an abortion clinic is whoever drove them there, the best friend who's like, I'll take you. Let's put all our money together. I'll help you. I'm your bestie. Never speaks to them again. She goes, 99% of the people that take someone to an abortion will not be in their, whoever drove them there Mm -hmm. will not be in their circle later in life. Mm. The damage that that causes. Where someone who puts a baby up for adoption, I've never heard a statistic, and maybe I'm wrong, but where someone's like, I'm so devastated. I let the baby live and they're with this great family and I can see them and I I either have a closed or an open or whatever I wanted it to be. Yeah. And now with the testing with your, you know, DNA, mm-hmm. like Bella, your granddaughter, mm-hmm. she yep. got to meet her she mom. Did. Yes, she did. It Tell us beautiful, about that. It was a beautiful story. Because uh, she, she was 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just it wasn't but uh, last year, I believe, at Mother's Day, she finally reunited with her birth mother. And um, I mean, almost very similar to this, this uh, story of life, Mark. But she got to meet her and she found out that she had a brother. Mm. Uh, the brother was the only child there in, you know, her biological mother's family. Wow. And so he was very excited to meet Bella. And through that, her biological mom came uh, to know the Lord. Wow. So, it, yeah, it's a very beautiful story. And not all stories are beautiful. No. But it's a closure, I think, for adopted children mm-hmm. to have some kind of closure to find out, you know, like, where did I come from? Right. Where, who was my biological parents? You know, sure. I just like to learn a little bit more about them. Right. But I think most of those who are adopted believe and honor those who adopt them as mm-hmm. their mom and their dad. Oh, they were the ones oh, that yes. raised them. Yes. I think it's all really there's a selfishness within us. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're trying to figure out what to do if you're in that kind of a situation. Yeah. And yet it's the most selfless thing a woman can do is to give life. Because someone was selfless enough to let me live. That's right. And you live. Right. And you listening live. Right. Someone had to choose or none of us would be here. So it's such a beautiful reminder. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We had a a really cool weekend this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was. It was really beautiful. I want to close with this because it was so, such a good reminder. <laughs> Barbara's mom, 98, yeah. I think you remember we shared, mm-hmm. went to heaven. And this past weekend, we were able to, Barbara put on with her siblings. Finally celebrate. Yes, the celebration <laughs> of life. Well, mm-hmm. you know, if you remember, Barbara's sister died in there, Joanne. Right. You know, yeah. you did her celebration of life. There was yeah. a lot going on. Lot. The timing of this, I felt, was so perfect for the attention and focus to be remembering mm-hmm. your mom, yeah, Jean. Was. And it was just a beautiful service and mm-hmm. Kirk did a great job mm-hmm. and uh, your niece who we had on Mackenzie, had she was on, on the, the show. show. She sang and oh, she, she wrote. wrote a song. <gasps> Tell everyone about letters, this song. Letters from war. Uh, my dad wrote the most beautiful letters no. uh, to no. my mom and we had them displayed at the- At your house. At the house when we uh, people came over to have a little something to eat and talk about mom. And 
we had uh, this box that mom had saved all the letters that dad had written her. Was, and they were just and precious. And dad's penmanship, come on. I know. What? Everybody was talking about I'm it. Like, well, wow. he, yeah, he had a beautiful penmanship. And he was an artist, too. I mean, he could draw. Wow. And my grandmother, his mother, could draw. And I feel like that that side of the family gave us all <laughs> the artistic, right. creative juices. Yeah. That's, yeah, the juices that run in this family because my brother's very artistic. And then his daughter sings. And, and the yes. other daughter, she's artistic. And painting and right. I mean just all kinds of of gifts that were uh, given but anyway he wrote some beautiful love letters to mom and so Mackenzie wrote this song called love letters from war yes and she sang this at my dad's memorial mm. so apparently my mom had said to her when I die will you please add a couple of verses to the song and so she did. She yes, added a couple. It was, it was so beautiful. And, so and she hearing sang it that. live, her yeah, singing it, it was yeah. just beautiful. So Letters from War. And uh, it's it's up on all the different platforms, I yeah. believe, Spotify and stuff. All of it. It was fun because, you know, we've had time to grieve and we've had time to come together. And then, you know, you're, you're sitting there trying to figure out what are you going to say, you know, and sometimes it's just a real personal thing that, you know, relationship that you have with your parents, but you share it uh, with family and friends. And then you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to say? Yeah. But it was it was wonderful because my older sister, she's got a pretty good memory and she writes really well. Yes. So she, Linda. she wrote this whole ob obituary mm -hmm. about mom that we were going to put in the paper. And so she read that and then added a few words of her own relationship and sharing as the daughter, the oldest daughter. And it was just fun because I, I loved listening to all the things that I didn't remember. Right. It was fun to hear. And, and to hear what she had to say. And then to hear my younger sister, who didn't live in Jersey, like my older sister and I and Joanne. We were like the three of us. And then we moved here to California. And Carol and was born here, Carol, the baby. Yeah. Uh, Carol was no, born in Frankie, Jersey, but yeah. Frankie, yeah. They were both born in Jersey, but they were too small to remember anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So their memories were a little bit different. And so it was really fun to listen to everybody's perspective and uh, how mom was just, the word I described her was the, was the word love. Mom mm -hmm. loved her children. Mm -hmm. I mean, she put us probably not in the right order. <laughs> <laughs> but she loved her kids tremendously and always wanted to make it adventurous and fun. And she was generous and nurturing. And yes. yeah, she was just all those things that you hope your mom would be. And and she was. She was great. When we were so. back at your house, Val, who's mm -hmm. Candace's husband, mm -hmm. your son-in-law, he was talking to Bryce and I and he said something and I went, you know, I'm going to share this on the Splash Zone because oh. I feel we all should do this. Before the end of the year, we all should do this if, if we can with people who are dear to us. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, I don't know if it was a friend of his because I came in kind of a little bit on the conversation, but this guy wanted a fake funeral. Mm. So he had a fake funeral and sat up in the upper room and everyone came and they spoke about him. Mm. It's all the things, and I went, wow. You know, all the things that everyone just said about grandma and your mm -hmm, mom mm -hmm. and, and what she meant. And I thought, you know, I want to let people know how I feel about them now. Yeah, 
Exactly. And I think sometimes we break for a funeral or a celebration of life or we break when we hear that somebody has a month to live or mm-hmm. and we should be living like that right now. And sharing The Bible words. says tomorrow yeah. is promised to nobody. No nobody. And so if my life is a vapor, have a fake funeral today <laughs> while you're still here. I'm like, go Val. You know, I thought that was so great. And I went, what a wonderful mm. reminder to not, hesitate and hold back what your mom didn't hold back, which was love, Mm -hmm. because love will conquer all Mm -hmm. and love will look over a multitude Mm -hmm. of sin and love can repair things that seem like they never could be repaired. And so I just wanted to leave you slash family Mm -hmm. with this and to remind you that, you know, as the holiday seasons are coming up mm-hmm. and, and tensions can get high and you might lose someone by the sure. end of the year. We don't know, but we do know that right now, if you woke up and there's still air in your lungs, God is not finished with us. And we want to run that race set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. So this is my favorite segment of the show now, this season, mm-hmm. right? Too mm-hmm. good to be true. Oh, I know. Love it. Too good to be true. We're hopping into a too good to be true story right Yay. now. You guys, I'm so excited. That happened. And Barbara and Bryce, my husband, mm-hmm. were actually there. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna get Jody on the phone. I'm excited for you guys to hear yeah. this whole story. Another too good to be true. Let's call her. Hello. Jody, it's Shalene and Barbara Cameron. Hello, Jody. Hi, I'm good. How are (laughs) y'all? Hi, (laughs) y'all. I love that. Southern swing, sorry. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Well, we are so glad you could hop on the call with us. We're here in the Splash Zone here in Southern California, and you're on an episode of our show called Too Good to Be True, mm -hmm. because meeting you was literally... Too good to be true. It was too you good. Are so you are lifesaver. <laughs> I mean, Let me tell you. I, I know. So anyway, you guys know I fly a lot. All of our yes. our splash family. You know I fly all the time, and I'm all over the place. And we got stuck. We did. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention any airlines. You guys know I pretty much just fly on. I'm, I'm either a diamond on one, or I'm a. I'm an, a, a, a platinum, platinum plus on the other. We're stuck, and mm-hmm. I'm in the bougie lounge because that's what you do when you're a diamond or an executive platinum. You go to the Sky Lounge for help and there's a line out the door. I thought, how could all these people be mm-hmm. my status? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh how my could goodness. All these oh people? my gosh. I'm just joking. I'm totally joking, by the way. Everyone just threw up in the studio. And I, and I was like, oh my goodness. Because Bryce, actually, if you remember... Bryce had to get back to That's LA. Right. He had a court date. He had a court date. That's I right. remember. Jody. Yep. So <laughs> yes. I, I feel like I'm undercover customer. I tell Barbara I'm yep. a customer at a restaurant or yep. at an airline or at the mall <laughs> or at the car wash. And I'll notice somebody who's just an MVP. They Aww. just are the most valuable mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. And this girl, who we know now as Jody, mm-hmm. was handling this situation. And I and I was watching because there was, and everyone was doing Everybody their job well. All they, the, they really were, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. But Jody 
was a starter yeah, for me. Like, get her MVP. off the bench, That's right. put her in. She was like, So I'm done. watching her and I'm going, oh, Lord, may I get her, whoever that is, because you kind of just get filed up whenever it's your turn. And, they and just, you did. Right? I mean- and I'm like, please, Jesus, please have that girl to the right. And um, I'm waiting. Barbara and Bryce don't even mess with me when I get into this zone, Yeah, we don't. Right? We just sit in the background. Yeah. We just so let her do her they, thing. They were over at the yeah. cheese bar and getting some, you know, Diet Cokes. Right, and, right. Um, I'm literally going, how are we? And it's one thing when I'm by myself. It's so easy when I'm traveling by myself to just bounce and go, you don't put me in the bathroom. I just have to get back to LA. I have to get mm-hmm. over to Charlotte or I have to get mm-hmm. to Dallas. So I'm I'm thinking, how the heck are we going to make these three happen? And I said, if I could just get Bryce, you and I could stay an extra right. night. Exactly. We're that, fine. Was yep. yes. that was the so plan. Yes. So I get to Jody and I go, What's your name? And she's like, Jody. I go, Jody, if I was gonna give birth to another child, I would name it Jody. <laughs> I said, but I am too old for that. Um, and she starts laughing instantly, which, you know, when you have everybody, people, I wanna remind you something. You get more. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up this metaphor. I'm, I'm gonna do a you, Barbara. <laughs> You get more bees with honey, right? It's like the kinder you are, mm-hmm. the more people want to help you. And so I'm watching some of the other people kind of being snooty. Yeah, they were frustrated. Yeah, and I'm like, can I get these kids some guac yeah. and, I mean, yeah. they're young. I mean, you guys are young, you know. I'm like, can I get them some chips and guac? Do you need a margarita? Like, what do we need to do here? Because um, no one's going anywhere. That All was, these planes right. were grounded. Everybody's mm-hmm. being rerouted. And right. the ones that are being let to go, I don't even know why they were, like, is the president on it. I don't right. even know. Right. But I knew I wasn't one VIP to get there. So I get to Jody and I go, Jody, can you just get my husband back to LA? Because you know, the 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 courts don't care. A judge goes, right. you're sanctioned $3,000. Right. Uh, right. Bryce Bryan, why were you traveling with your family going to a funeral or whatever right. we were doing? Right. And so Jody's like, let me see what I can do. Mind you, the people to my left are meeting with other people uh, that work for the same airline. And then there's a line that's going out and around mm-hmm. uh, from the Sky Lounge right. where people are holding the door open. And then when you get to move your spot, you hand it to the person behind you to keep the door open, right? Because it's right. literally backed up. And this isn't Starbucks. So it's not a fun line to be in. And Jody's like, let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can do. And uh, she's adjusting things. And she's like, I think I can get your husband on. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? Mm. So she's like, go stand by right there. Let me do what I'm doing. And this girl, mm. you you do your job so well. And I just want to say, first of all, thank you. Mm. Because I think sometimes we, we do our job and we get a paycheck and that's mm-hmm. our thanks. Mm-hmm. But people don't stop and say, mm. thank you so much for killing it. Like for just cool. showing up and doing above and beyond yep. That's what what your did. job required. Mm-hmm. It's not your job. You're not a pilot to take the planes and get it off. It's not your job. You're not the head of the control tower to say, oh, no, we can all go now. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember because Jody was such an angel walking for me. I don't even remember what the deal was because she took all of the pain of the situation away. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, Bryce, 
Jody's getting you back to LA. Right. This is a beautiful day, right? And he's like, this is awesome. We get down and right before we go down to the gate, it's about 30 minutes before we're going to board, she says, I might be able to get you and Barbara on. And right. I'm like, shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember the situation. Okay, tell so me. If we, could, if we could get you on that particular, I'm not going to say the city code, yeah. but if we could get you on the flight that was leaving earlier because your plane was so delayed, yeah. then we could, you would make your original connection and all would be well. And we were able to get Bryce moved from y'all's flight to the earlier one confirmed. Yes, Yes, I remember. Some people just stick out. We were able to (laughs) confirm him and he was going. Yes. Um, And then, but for you and Miss Barbara, it was going to be a standby situation. It was going to be last minute. There was like 20 people on the standby. That's right, 20. And it was going to be, you got to go to the gate. I need you to stay as close as possible because it's going to be like, and then I decided at the very last minute, the only way I could trust the process I went with y'all to make sure the process went all the way through. And this is what makes her an MVP. So you guys, I leave the Sky Lounge and I go down to the gate. Anyone who's been on a plane, you know you got to go to the gate to give your ticket to get on the plane. And hope for standby. Yeah. Yeah. And so especially standby. So I'm standing right at the desk, like she says, and I'm trying to meet the people behind there who we don't have a rapport like me and Jody. And they're kind of looking at me like, lady, you're one of 20. Good luck. Right. And Bryce, I just felt like if Bryce could get on. So they took Bryce's ticket and he gets on and I literally instantly just feel this rush of peace uh, over me. I'm like, okay, good. Bryce yeah, got on. But don't you remember then, you were way up at the top and I was way down you on were standby. Much lower. I was much right. lower. Because and I you have were my status. Or, her status. You were about six or eight below her. <laughs> right. And you were like, I'm not going to go not, without her. And I, we'll I will not leave you, that's buddy. Right. That's right. She's right. thinking we'll I'm going to hop with Bryce. Bryce <laughs> is going. Bryce is going. And then all of a sudden... Jody from nowhere, I don't even know <laughs> yeah. where she came from, hops up from behind the counter and she's down, not up in the Sky Lounge, up up at the yep. elevator. Yep. She's down at the gate where right. I'm boarding. And she's like, hold on, stay, you two stay right here. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what you did because a, a lady that worked for the airlines or something, I don't know what you did. You have to share. So she comes walking a, off. What a happened? lady that works for the airline was flying confirmed, but she happened to be a um, flight attendant so she could ride in the jump seat. And I used to be a gate agent and before I worked in our club. And so I just hopped in and was helping them work the flight. It was already really delayed, really chaotic. The standby list was a so mile cute. long. So yes. it was a lot. So I just jumped in to help also so I could keep an eye on the situation. And what ended up happening was, of course, a few people didn't make it. So the list got dwindled down. But then one of our flight attendants, a commuter that comes through regularly, happened to be flying confirmed on up to the city so that she could go to a meeting, which works in our favor because she's like, it's, you know, it's a very quick flight. I'll just take the jump seat, clear the next standby. And wow. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. So no rules were broken. I didn't really, it just no, all you worked not. out. We didn't give up. We did. We just stayed, you know, you we stayed didn't the journey give up. and we made it happen. <laughs> you made it happen. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. we all got back safely and we were landing going, Jody, Jody, <laughs> <so> Jody. <laughs> it was too good to be true, Jody. It was too good to be true. It was too you guys good are to so be true. I love my job. I love mm. helping people. And that's just kind of what it... You know, it's nice to help people sometimes. There are bad days, and that happened to be a bad day. And it was Mother's Day, and that's, that's right. is awful. Mm-hmm. It was Mother's Day. That's why it's so unforgettable. But um, 
you know, we had fun in said club. It was, you know, you kept yes. the environment going. You guys had <laughs> snacks and drinks. And we really just tried to make that part a good experience. And I'm just so glad everything worked out. My goal was to get Bryce to LA. So no fines were attached. That's right. But then when you and this barber could get there too, it was just a win all the way around. It was, <laughs> so, it was so wonderful. And as a thank you, because mm. we love to splash people with love, laughter, encouragement. And we got splashed that day actually by you. And oh. your love and kindness and just doing your job above and beyond, you know, mm -hmm. was so yep. noticeable to us that we would love to give you two passes to Disneyland and fly you out here. So you have a daughter and I would love for you two to come to Anaheim, go to Disneyland and you guys have a memory like you made for us because oh Barbara God. and I are so grateful for what you did and my husband, if, if he was here, would say thank you again <laughs> because it's not all the time. Sometimes we always notice people not doing their job well mm -hmm. and I want to be a community and our Splash community knows this about our podcast that notices people doing things well. I love that. And you were so kind to us. Mm -hmm. And we just want to bless you and your daughter with a trip here. And um, hopefully you guys can oh make God. a beautiful memory like you did for us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Tears. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> Disneyland is a dream. Disney Aww. World is my favorite place on earth. We, we go quite regularly. We've just never been able to make it out to go to California to go to Disneyland. So years. Um, but I don't do that to get anything. I just we enjoy know. bringing the kindness yeah. Yeah. into the world that I think we need. That's all. Amen. That one little extra step changes somebody's whole day. You know, yeah. I truly believe that a smile, just smiling at a stranger, that's just been my philosophy in life. Mm. And that's just what I try to put out there. That's it. I wasn't, thank you so much for acknowledging it and seeing it, but I didn't do it because I thought, oh, she might be the lady. I did it because you <laughs> needed my help. She you might know? be like, carrying some Disneyland passes. <laughs> yeah, right. no, no, pack your bag. Lady. <laughs> yes, pack your bags and we come to LA. We obviously knew that, but we just wanted to also say, I want to recognize oh, people so who are just being so loving yeah. to their neighbor. Yeah. We need to love each other better. And you so loved us. And I just want to say thank you for that. And mm -hmm. I hope you guys can make some beautiful memories. Please send us photos um, so memories. that <laughs> we can post it on our Splash podcast. <laughs> and we will be in touch so that we can coordinate everything for you. But thank you for coming and joining thank us in the you, Splash Jody. Zone. Mm -hmm. And thank, thank you for you doing so such a great job. Me. Your airline is blessed to have you. Yes. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. This just splashed me. And then just tying in the fact of, you know, your mom's life as she exited at 98 and goes to yeah, heaven yeah. and Kirk's movie, Life Mark, where life just begins. Right. And just the reminder of how important it is that we love well for both. Right. Because every one of those babies mm -hmm. that are aborted is a life lost. That's right. And your mom's celebration of life and seeing all the grandkids and great-grandchildren mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and for generations to come. There was That's adopted right. grandchildren. That's there right. was or foster you know, children. Foster children. Oh, yeah, TT mm -hmm. was there. Titi was it there. was amazing. Yeah. And we need to love well like your mom did mm -hmm. and like Melissa did in Life, Mark. She chose 
the most loving option, mm-hmm. which was adoption. And so I just want to encourage anyone listening. And if you want to reach out to us or, right. or send us a line or you need more information or resources, or you're in a situation right now that is too big for you to handle, we would love to walk through that with you or get you connected with people who can help for sure. Yeah. So splash a little love mm-hmm. as we come into these holiday seasons. And again, thank you. Thank you for being part of our Splash family. We love you. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com. 